Welcome back, listeners. Uh, as always, I'm Sam, and with me is my co-host, Lindsay. And this is the Back to Backlog Podcast. So we've got a really fun episode planned, um, but first, uh, Lindsay, what did you get up to since last episode? <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you, did I? I um, I made the the somewhat questionable life choice of starting to play Genshin Impact. Oh no, you did not <laughs> tell me. You were waiting so that you wouldn't get the judgment. <laughs> I'm still going to get the judgment. Um. I, so it's funny because I have a couple of friends that play it and I was talking to them, well, I was talking to a friend about it and talking to them about a different friend forgetting they knew each other and they actually played together. Um, but she was like telling me how to do it where, you know, you don't have to spend a bunch of money and you can just, you know, mm-hmm. basically live off of the, the like the, because they do actually do a fair amount of like in-game stuff that you get. Yeah. Um and it's very, I like it because it's very open world and it feels, um, cause you, you control one, like four characters at a time and you can swap between them and all of their abilities and they all have different elemental abilities. Um, so it's a lot of fun and I've been enjoying myself and, um, ignoring all the judgment. <laughs> so it's like, uh, like an action MMO. Uh... It's, um... I think of like it's honestly like multiplayer Breath of the Wild is I think <laughs> the the best thing I can. You know, uh, I have to give Genshin this. All of the character designs are so they're pretty. They're so good. How <laughs> could you? So yeah, they're so good. I love them. Every time I see a cosplay, I'm like, damn, that's a freaking gorgeous outfit. Where the hell is a Genshin? Okay, and like yep. the cosplay, I think <laughs> is more accessible than like League of Legend or something like that. Mm. Um, which like there's some really awesome League of Legend cosplays out there. Like I think you have to probably sell your soul to the devil to be able to put them together. Yeah, I mean um, the thing with with you know League of Legends is that the those character designs are meant to be read from a distance, so they're a little bit more bombastic, and the Genshin ones are meant to be looked at up closer, yeah. far more detail oriented. Oh, they're very detailed. So I can see why that would make a huge difference in the cosplay uh, possibilities. Okay, so you've been Genshin impacting over here. Yes. That's okay. That is absolutely fine. I've been I've been having a blast. It's been a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah, I've been um I've been playing a whole bunch of a bunch of things lately, honestly. Um I played another really cool game on the Playdate called Core Fault. It's this like you know, I'd say twin stick shooter, but it's like a top down roguelike shooter. Um that's really, really cool. Um I played the uh, April Fool's detective visual novel, The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. I saw people playing that. It's legitimately heartwarming and adorable and really well made. I'm actually very happy with it. <laughs> like, huh. it actually gives the characters, like, room to, like, 
breathe and be their characters because there's not like an action plot line going on. No. There's no end of the world. It's like a birthday party. Did it have a better uh, plot than the Sonic movie? I haven't seen the Sonic movie, so I played that game, so I can't judge. Just genuinely this, curious. This, the Sonic movies are fine, but they're very much a here is what Sonic the Hedgehog is for a general audience that has no idea. Whereas this is very much a hey, do you want to see all these characters you you okay. like, but like in their element and actually acting like themselves? So it doesn't have to waste time being an origin story. It can just be this cute little like murder mystery party. Um, so. It's different, for sure. For sure. Um, and then I went to PAX East for a day, which was really cool. Uh, bumped into some of my buddies who are making a game called Rightfully Bury Arms, uh, which is just a silly, cool, shoot 'em, you know, shoot 'em up roguelike type game. Um, it's a whole bunch of stuff. I got to see the Street Fighter VI like them being demoed and just having people play it and it was so cool and the the skill on display for these randos who showed up to play it yeah i can understand that yeah dang it was awesome like i really liked you know just like all the effects like when you'd get punched really hard like there'd just be like the splatter of um of like spray paint or chalk or whatever behind you like it's a gorgeous game it looks really cool i'm excited I'm excited. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Good. Uh, I played a really cool visual novel that was, it's disturbing and beautiful and really, really well written. Um, the art's great. It's called Bad Faith. Um, that was intense. Um, and then speaking of intense, I played and finished the Resident Evil 4 remake. And my gosh. Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, they make a lot of changes very intentionally that I really dig. I really thought made the whole package good and it made it feel like this Leon Kennedy was the same Leon Kennedy from 2. Whereas, like, I love the original Resident Evil 4 um, and the VR version, but that version of Kennedy, he just doesn't feel like he's the same person who was the cop from RE2. Like, he's always felt like he was a different person in that. This, he feels a little bit more like the same guy who's just learned a few jokes. Um, and, like, they round out Ashley's character and Lewis's character, and I was just, it was well done. I very much appreciated it, and I very much appreciated how much that first area, and therefore the demo, just kicks your ass <laughs> um which is good because that's what it's supposed to do that's what the original game's first area did until we all memorized it to death um so it was good i really liked the the re4 make well good, good yeah so what are we playing so today's well, episode as we all know the uh harry potter or the, i guess the um hogwarts legacy game came out and as we also all know uh she who must not be named is an awful transphobe mm -hmm. um and the game is full of horrible uh anti-semitic stereotypes yeah so I, yeah there's a lot of issues with it um screw all of that yeah and obviously here we uh we we don't jive with that um so today's episode is a lot of these games are from the tra uh, trans witches or witches bundle that you could get from um itch.io um, it's not running anymore, but you can still get, like, the individual games. 
yeah, and all these games are just wonderful, small experiences, very trans and positive and uh, they're just great. Yeah, I mean, just very like gender and sex positive in general Mm -hmm. Um, and no anti-Semitism. You know, Heck yeah. No, uh, no black wizards named uh, Shacklebolt. <laughs> so, um, so we're gonna break this up basically into two parts: the games that Sam and I played from that bundle, and then we just have some general recommendations because we recognize that all of the games from that bundle, um, they're short. You know, they're not. They're fun, they're inclusive, but they don't have the same feel. Like if you're looking to sit down and play like a game for a long okay. time. Because yeah. two, it's credit. The legacy game does look like it's pretty well put together, except for maybe the issues with the the no, um, like you can just do whatever you want, and there's no uh, morality, like cla- morality clause. But there's like there's nothing stopping you from like being the worst. I th- and mm. unlike other games where you know if you do bad things, like there's some sort of like consequence or like a different path. Like you can't go to certain areas or do certain things. Um, Yeah. Even infamous would lock you out from certain powers. If you beat up all the the street musicians, like exactly. So, um, but like these games that we're about to talk about at the beginning, you know, they're not going to give you that same feel. Like you're not going to be, you'll, you'll sit, you know, finish most of these in like an hour at the most. Yeah. There's, there's small indie games that are really nice. They're good. They're quality. Um, I I didn't play as many as you did, but I didn't really enjoy the ones that I did. And then we put together a list of like a pretty comprehensive list of <laughs> maybe too many, it's but fine. we'll get through them. Yeah, we'll get to them. Well, we're not going to talk about all of them in super depth. We're just going to yeah. summarize them a little bit um, to give mm-hmm. you some options so you can, you know, feel good about the games that you play and, you know, you're not supporting uh, a jerk. Right. Really snowingly, because yep. I think, I mean, there's obviously a lot of issues in the video game industry. And yeah. I think a lot of it is just deciding who and like what you'll still support, if that makes sense. Like, I still play Blizzard games, even though I think they're reprehensible. But yeah, the line is, you know, the line is, is different from every, for every person for every reason. Yeah. Um, so you just have to yeah. figure out what line you want to draw. And this is just one that we are drawing for ourselves. Absolutely. Do we? I mean, if you want to go first, that's fine. But do you want to do yours and then I'll do mine instead of going back and forth? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll go. For, I'll go first. That's good. So the first game I played in here was called Magic Trick, and it's this just adorable magical wizardy skateboarding game, and you can learn to do these crazy tricks that make you either go faster, or you can create like a crazy ramp out of nowhere. Um, it's just a fun little time with a whole bunch of little side missions that you can do. Um, I didn't do all of the side missions. You basically aren't forced to do literally everything to beat it. You just have to do enough to get through each area. It's really colorful. It's really fun. Um, Magic Trick was great. Um, and that was by uh, Team Later Skaters. Uh, and that came out in 2020. And yeah, you're just playing this magical trans skateboarder. And it's really cute and colorful. And there's just been a lot of these really cool um, indie skateboarding games that have come out the past few years, um, probably just inspired by the uh, Tony Hawk remake and all that. So it was really cool that there was a skateboarding game in this bundle too. 
Yeah, I uh, saw that one, and it looked really intriguing. Um, I think yeah, that's one of them I'm definitely going to go back to and play. I did see that you played it, and I tried to play other games. Um, <laughs> yep. But that yeah, one did look worthwhile. really, really good. So the next game I played, um, Lotus the Self-Made Witch um, by Tofu Rocks, came out in 2022. Um, it's a short visual novel that's got like a choose your own potion making aspect to it where um the main character and uh, their friend who i think they may have had a relationship with um but it's it's strained now and they're like doing their finals together and you're trying to like help your friend not make a terrible potion because they're super distracted and making bad choices so like you're trying to figure out how to make a potion of your own and you there's like a ton of combinations right because it's like you pick three or four ingredients and so that's like three or four factorial combinations of potions you can make um so there's a whole bunch of different endings for your potion and then there's a whole bunch of different endings for like how you decide to intervene in your friend's potion making because if you do nothing like because you can just be like up oh, let them do it let them do it let them put the terrible ingredient in there um they'll like blow themselves up <laughs> And if you and if you interfere too much, like every single time, you're like, no, you should do this. No, you should do that. Then they're really mad at you. So it's it's just a sort of strained relationship deal. Um, it was interesting. It was neat. You know, I'm like, good. A, the potion aspect looked really interesting. Yeah, that it was really interesting. Like I didn't find the story resolution very like very compelling. But I ah. think it's just that there's so many different endings. That, like, there's probably only a few of them that, like, really feel satisfying. And most of them are, like, midway points of, like, you kind of got the right combination of, you know, uh, story choices. So, but that happens whenever you've got a story with, like, a billion endings. Yeah. Um, It was very ambitious of the developer. So, but it's cool. I like the concept. And uh, it was fun to play. And I played it a a few rounds. So, like, I didn't just play one through. Uh, I play a, th- a few different goes. It's short enough and enjoyable enough to do that. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Um, and then I played Casting Hearts um, by uh, NPCKC. Um, came out in 2022. And this was super adorable. So there's 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 no gameplay, really, other than it's a visual novel. Um, there's a few choices you can make, um, but they... It's only a handful, so it's not like a thousand different endings. There's only like a few different ways the story can go. But basically, it is a... It's basically like a Zoom call during the pandemic. Oh, no. But with, but with like a magic eight ball, like, like, or a, um, um, like a looking glass sort of thing. Sorry, not an eight ball. Um, like, and so they, they just have this magical video chat. Um, these two people who are clearly, you know, in a very cute relationship and they can't see each other right now. And one of them is about to go off to like magic camp or something. I forget. Um, but it's one of their birthdays. And so you, the main character sort of prepared this whole special, like magical, um, illusion date that they can go on over this zoom call. And it's so cute. (laughs) This one has wonderfully adorable art. Um, the, the story was just really good feels. It was just good, cute feels, like all positive vibes here. Um, you know, the main character definitely has a little bit of anxiety over, oh, hey, did this go right? You know, did this thing go right? 
there's this one lovely moment where they've like conjured a spell to make it so that they can have like an illusory cake, but also like they can like waft like they they've magicked the scent of the cake, and it's really cute. I really liked that. That was a lovely story. That sounds cute. Yeah. Um, there was a game that I started and I couldn't, I had to put down, I wasn't jiving <laughs> with it. Uh, it was called Making Friends. And it tells you right up front, you know, there's trigger warnings right up front, you know, hey, there's some manipulation and this and that. And oh, story. I remember reading the description for this one. Yep. And, and you know, I, I went through ahead anyway, knowing that though. But um, yeah, I just couldn't get through it and that's fine. Like yeah. they, they warned me that this was something... And I expected that I was going to have to maybe put it down. And I definitely did. It was, it was too much for me. That's that's for sure. So, um, but that's okay. That that's actually okay. is an important note to make too. All of the games that need trigger warnings pretty much have them, even if they're yeah. just like manipulation. You know, things that might just make it that you wouldn't want to play it in that moment that aren't necessarily a trigger. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And so you can make your own informed decisions. Mm -hmm. Like, I went in knowing, and then I was like, yep, this is definitely, like, it's it's like a, they've conjured someone to be in a relationship with, and this is like a born sexy yesterday situation, and that's very uncomfortable for me. Okay, they warned me. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and I, you know, I don't think that, it didn't seem like they were going in the direction of it being something that was okay. Like the character was going to get confronted about it or something, but I wasn't waiting around for it. So yeah, that's yeah. okay. But um, the, next the next one is one story. I looked at too. Oh, I loved this one so much. Um, I'm glad we, we sort of, um, you know, delayed recording this episode a little bit. And so I spent the time, fitting in a few more games for the bundle. And I'm so glad I dug into this game. It was really, really cute. It's called What's Wrong with the Girl's Staircase uh, by Screensaver Studios. And then they featured the artwork of uh, Sid, uh, S-I-D-H-E. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and it came out this year, 2023. And it was a lovely, adorable little story. Um, definitely, yeah, visual novel. Um, no choices in this one. Um, just a straight up visual novel. Um, the things that I noticed immediately were like the mouse cursor when you get in the game is this little like trans flag with magical sparkles, um, which is really cute. And it, the that story starts off very tongue in cheek, like in a legally distinct magical school. Yes, very appropriate for this episode. <laughs> a legally a distinct magic school. And a bunch of the characters were like named after um, musical terms or musical instruments, um, the clarinet and and such. And yeah, it, the basic idea is that the students all return from a summer abroad or a summer uh, away from school, rather. And you know, one of the characters has a crush on the other. They have sort of not confessed yet, and then the other character has just discovered that they are trans and they haven't discussed it yet so they both like have something that they haven't told each other yet which is really really cute and then uh the the boys go up to their dorm and then the girls try to go up to the stair up the staircase to their dorms and the staircases are enchanted such that if there's a boy on the stairs it turns into a slide and they all get rejected and so it's just this cute story about a magic enchantment outing a character 
but also like validating a character's transness. Mm -hmm. Like, like the enchantment was like, no, no, you're a boy. You don't get to go up the girl's staircase now, <laughs> which was really lovely. I thought it was really cute. Um, and the art's pretty great. So yeah, that, that, that's definitely a good one to, one to read through. And it was pretty quick. Um, and then the last one I played from the bundle is called Tomorrow for Mar. And it was this, uh, this game by uh, Haydn, came out in 2022. And it's this little, like, 2.5D adventure, like, your classic, like, solving a bunch of puzzles adventure game. Um, no inventory, but, like, there's a spell inventory that you have to use to... You, you unlock different spells and you can use them to solve different problems. You cast some spells on people. Like you learn the spell of antihistamine. You cast it on the barista who's, <laughs> who's got out. I have that spell? <laughs> yeah, I know. You cast it on the barista who's got sniffles and then they let you know about the the, the sort of the mouse or whatever they got the sniffles from. And, um, and you're going around trying to grab ingredients for your potion that you have to make for your magic finals. And because you're in the like magic major, and then uh, your friend who you've had a crush on the whole time you've been at school, uh, who's in like the the like knights and weaponry major, is like their final is that they have to protect someone from harm for 24 hours or something like that, right? So they get assigned to you, and it's like the characters are blushing at each other because they both definitely like each other. Some sort of like an unconfessed. A uh, cute little crush thing going on. The characters are hilarious. Like you meet someone in the infirmary who's just like they cast, they cast like the dance of cheese, and then they, there's too much cheese, and so now they're just sick. They're all bound up. Oh no! And you learn the spell for the dance of cheese. <laughs> it's like a really important thing to the plot. Like that's hilarious. You learn a spell for funky dancing. Um. <laughs> It's really, really funny and really, really cute. I really enjoyed Tomorrow for Mar. So, uh, yeah, I think I did play one more game, but that's on your list. So I'll let you talk to it. <laughs> yeah, um, I tried. Like I said, I tried to pick different ones and overlooked that one because I don't know how to read. So. <laughs> it's totally fine. Um, the first one I played. Oh, and um, a quick note, too, is the bundle wasn't just games. It was a lot of like tabletop little RPGs, too. Yeah, there was a lot of physical games as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, um, a, a lot of them, actually. Uh, most of them looked like they were pretty easy to learn. You can play in an afternoon. Mm. Um, so like That's I said, a good the, point. Yeah, the bundle's not available anymore, but I think you can still see what was individually there if you yep. want to support some, you know, LGBT creators and uh, spread some love. Um, so the first game I played was Which Was Lost and Has Been Found. Um, this one was about your, um, a witch running a tavern. You're living your best life. Um, you've started to make some friends. Like, you're essentially starting your whole life over. Um, your bitch-ass mom shows up. And, um, which, you know, part of the, um, trigger warning for this is that triggers a panic attack. And then, like, your friends who are your customers, who originally just start out as customers... You start getting protective over you. You're all friends. They help you through it. Um, potential romances or romance uh, singular. Um, and it is one that you can, like, choose. I don't know if the different choices have different outcomes. 
Um, but you can definitely like choose your own dialogue and it, it will it will change some of the dialogue options at least. And it was oh. good. Um this one was by Drazillion and it was published in 2021. Um I really liked the story. I thought it was really immersive, even though it was just really simple. I didn't like the art that much. I thought it was kind of simple, still better than anything I could do. Um it just wasn't my favorite art style. But yeah, that's fair. it just felt a little flat for especially like how w- pretty well the story was written, to be honest. Um, this one actually was just text. This one didn't have music. A few of the other ones that were like text based visual novels did have music. This one did. Oh, yeah. A lot of, I think most of, I think all of mine had music in it. So this yeah. one didn't, and the last one I played did not. Um, the two sandwiched in the middle did. But yeah, I definitely recommend this one. It's good. Nice. Um, the second one I played is Autumn Wish, and it's a pilot episode. And I'm really excited for more of this to come out. It's by Violet Fairy. This was came out in 2021. Um, you are a little witch, little witch lady, um, who is meeting your friend who you guys have feelings for each other, but you haven't... Um, Confessed. Confessed. The other person is a trans girl, but she hasn't come out to anybody but you and her mother. Um, so, it, like, it's a big deal because she's wearing a dress out in public for the first time. And they go on a little little friend date. Um, and then they get ambushed by by little gloppy dudes. I don't remember what they were called. Um, yeah, I, don't, I remember. I think there was just, like, negative energy yeah. monsters. And you could actually fight them. Like, you could cast spells and fight them. It was That took a little bit of getting used to. Yeah, it was like a grid that you had to draw. Yeah, and there was, spells. like, there wasn't much... Um, Room uh, for error. Well, yeah, th- yeah, there wasn't much, like, here's what you do mm-hmm. to, to do it. Like, I, it took me a few minutes to figure out, but I did, and I got used to it, and it was pretty... Honestly, once I got used to it, it was pretty fun. Yeah, I think it was, like, it reminded me a little bit of the early Harry Potter games where yeah, you had to, like, yeah. trace a spell, except yeah. it it seemed like that would be way easier to sort of click the right squares in a grid as opposed to those old games of tracing within the lines. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I was really interesting. Uh, and the story was really cute. It was really, really quick. Um, but there are supposed to be, like, more episodes coming out. Like, they leave it at a point where, like, the story isn't resolved. Like, it's just the beginning of the story. Um, so there'll be more of this one. The next one I played, I didn't finish this one, but I'm going to go back and finish it because it was really, really intriguing. It was called Nameless, The Departed Cycle. Um, you're a father traipsing into the woods trying to find who's traveled a long way to a specific woods to find a cure for their son who was bit by I I think a spider um and you're meeting like um this being in the woods you're not sure if they're good or bad or what's going on um so I, I don't know how it concludes yet but it's it's really interesting and it's really the story from what I played is really good um very immersive the way that it's set up is really cohesive i guess is the best word for it um nice. yeah it was a really interesting story it's it's com- um enough compel intriguing i guess like i want to know how it ends like i want to know who the nameless dude is and like 
why why they all ended up there. Um, so I'm really interested to know what happened. Um, so this one I definitely recommend. This one does have music too, as and music and sound as did Autumn Wish. Um, so I think just having that like little piece of extra. And I realize like adding music to a video game is a huge extra feat, but I think especially in this case, it really adds something to the story. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I mean I think a, a lot of these are games that were made for a like game a, jam or competition yeah. of some sort. So they are often made in a short amount of time. Yeah. They were like a challenge game or made for something specific with like specific parameters. Mm. So but that doesn't mean they can't go back and update them eventually, too. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I just know that Autumn Wish, specifically, they said that there would be more. Um, the last one I played was Wizard School Woes. This was another um, visual novel um, by Jane Tildor in 2021. This was definitely one of the ones that was made for a... Um, some sort of... Like, I don't know if it was a challenge or competition... It's super quick, but it's the text that you choose. It has different outcomes. I only played through it once and came to one outcome, but I know that there's more. So basically you are, your neighbor's making a bunch of noise. You're like, what's going on? They're like, hey, I'm a wizard who's trying to uh, study for my final. You know, I have to do this big thing. It's really important, but I'm stuck. No one's ever done this before. And even though you're not a wizard, you kind of help just, talk them through it even though you're kind of perfect strangers and i think depending on how you help them it it um impacts the outcome that's that's nice yeah this one is really cute and sweet and to the point and i really liked the art style too it was very kind of anime-ish i appreciated that uh, yeah that's what and i played probably through all, all four of these in like maybe two hours so they're all pretty quick um yeah which is which is fine no i think they're good to just sit down and you know bang through a couple of them in an afternoon when you're bored so it's always good to uh support small creators too heck yeah hmm? yeah i um so i think we should talk about some of our other recommendations <laughs> Um, I definitely had a couple of smaller recommendations and then sort of like a, a sort of bigger indie and then sort of a triple A AAA sort of thing that I all sort of would would lump into into this episode. These cat these, these recommendations here. Um, there was a sort of a twine game. So visual visual novel, but like more like a choose your own inter interactive fiction, not not. No artwork. Um, it's a game I, uh, I read through called Your Name is Alice by Ash Transcendent. 2018 came out. Um, it was on itch. Um, that one's a really interesting um, story about a trans woman witch who a bunch of knights are sent after her to, you know, take her down for crimes against the kingdom. And all her crime is is just having helping people um like who are trans transition and the main character is one of the knights and they discover that they you know what they totally are trans and then they like pledge allegiance to protect the witch and it's this wonderful crazy story 
I um, like that. That was it was it's an intense it's a really well nice well made story. Um, a lot of the interactive parts are basically just more backstory and more context. So the things you could skip, but you won't because you'll want to know more. Um, but it was an interesting way to have asides the, the the words in the paragraph that you would click on to get more. Um, and then there's a really cool game um, from some friends of mine over at Astralorg. Uh, they've been working on a visual novel called Monstrata Fracture uh, since about 2017, I believe. It's an ongoing thing. They've got a couple chapters out now. Um, and your character is going to school. And they've discovered that um, sort of the veil between worlds, this unsight, uh, is breaking down for them. So their, their college experience is a rather magical one where they're met with a whole bunch of magical beings and you know, they, they go around saying monsters at first until they're like, ah, that's actually kind of offensive. Uh, what do I call you? <laughs> sort of thing. It's really interesting. So the, the main character is sort of like quarter um, magical being. So that's why the, the unsight is breaking down for them right now. Um, and so they just have to navigate this new world as like the rarity, the weird human in the middle of this um, school full of just interesting magical people and um and it's definitely like a lot of these stories were very your classic visual novel of telling you a single story this is very much a dating sim and it's really lovely <laughs> like you're very <laughs> much going on dates with these people and it's really cool uh, i think one of my favorites like is deca who's like this adorable like it's just a skeleton it's just like a walking living skeleton but it like blushes it's adorable <laughs> and like there's like this bird feathered like bad boy jerk sort of thing character um there's like a doll um like a living do actual doll who's got like their own whole thing with like their rights as a sentient being are kind of like limited because they're a constructed you know a constructed um, creature, right? So they have less rights because they were made magically. Um, there's a lot of interesting things going on here. Um, the world is really well crafted. Like the world building is fascinating. Um, so I'm really, I'm, I really can't wait to see more from them. I really can't wait to see more. I know that there's another chapter that's been cooking for a while. Um, so I'm, I'll be on the lookout constantly. But it's a really w wonderful, wonderful game. It sounds adorable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the ones that you you've sort of dug into or would recommend people? So I I went a little overboard, but some of these <laughs> also came from like recommendations that like I had given other people previously, like I'd made a couple of social media posts on my own pages about like hey, you don't play this cuz it sucks and your your trans friends will see this and you know, it's not going to make them feel too good, so don't do that. Um, but like, I didn't want to just say, don't play this without giving like some other recommendations. Mm. So, um, the first one is Fire Emblem Three Houses. This is actually the one that I know the least about, but that I want to play the most. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, it came out in 2019. Um, it's available for the Nintendo Switch, uh, by Toy Temco Game, 
tech Tecmo games. Um, I know it's a new installation in the Fire Emblem series. I guess it's a little bit different than. Yeah, this was a big deal when this came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's set up differently. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really, I just haven't picked it up because it's still like sixty bucks. Yeah. Um. So that one I haven't, but it is on the top of my list. It's first for a reason because it's the one I want to play the most. Nice. Um. The other one that I'm interested. In is Spellcaster University by Sneaky Yak Studio. It came out in 2021. Basically, you are a headmaster of uh, like a wizarding witch school and you're building the school up. Nice. Um, so it's like, um, like I think like a management game and like a little witchy building game. Um, like simulator kind of strategy game. Um. And then the following games are all witchy farming simulators. <laughs> so I'm just lumping yep. them all together. Um, I haven't played all of them, but I do want to play. There's a few that I want to play the most, which I'll um, go back to. There's Witchbrook, Little Witch in the Woods, which I think is coming up. Um, those you can get on Steam. Potion Permit, I know, is available on the Switch and Steam. Fantasy Life is a 3DS game. I think I meant to put that in a different category. That mm. one's not really a farming simulator. That's like, um, like a job simulator. I guess it does have some farming. But that's a 3DS game. Um, Fay Farm. Which that's just I fun to say. Fay Farm, yeah. That one's coming out soon. Um, and those are all life or mostly farming simulators. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I played a very witchy game uh, called Harmony's Odyssey um, by Mythic Owl. Came out in 2022. Uh, it's just like one of those like f- like puzzle, like, I don't know. They, they, they give you a scene that's broken up into pieces, and you have to just swap pieces around until you get it. But they give you so many other little mechanics. It was a really cool puzzle game. Um I, at first, I thought it was part of the bundle, and and then I realized no, I had just picked it up uh, separately, randomly. Um, it was just this magical, you know, uh, witch who's uh, chasing after her cat who's messing everything up, and oh, so can, she gets. I can I feel that. <laughs> so she gets into a scene, and the cat is wreaking havoc, or about to get in trouble, or about to get captured, and so she just like tears apart the world, and the world gets like cut up in into you know bits and arranged and then you have to rearrange it back into place um it was it was a fun game it was really cool uh, i really dug it hmm. um and then i uh, sort of the last game i played in in the vein of fantasy stuff um you know this is more if you're looking for like that sort of bigger triple a kind of game uh, i finally got around to playing castlevania lords of shadow which I was so happy to actually start playing. I picked it up on the Steam Deck uh, instead of instead of digging the PS3 out. Um, which uh, the Steam Deck is one of the best ways to play this game because it really looks better at lower resolutions. But it's it's quite a looker on the deck. Um, but yeah, it's by Kojima Productions, and uh, they partnered with a company called Mercury Stream. Came out 2013. Um, the thing I was shocked most about is like one of the main characters who is the narrator is Patrick Stewart. I think I knew uh, that. I think yeah, I remember it, that when it came out. 
Um, but it sort of reimagines Castlevania. I think it's a complete like reboot. It reimagines like this elder Belmont, like this this you know origin of the bloodline Belmont character is this like Scottish knight who's pledged his allegiance to this order, but he's you know he's going to his wife dies and he's trying to bring his wife back from the dead. You know, very common story. Um, but the gameplay was very much like a like an old school God of War. Um, just hmm. hacking and slashing your way across, you know, tons of werewolves and other undead creatures. And, um, and you like, there's a lot of really cool climbing and platforming and sort of that Tomb Raider uncharted style. Um, and like the ca- classic Castlevania, like chain whip is like definitely a part of your traversal, um, uh, toolkit. So like while you're climbing, you can grapple onto something and sort of climb down or, while you're just running across a landscape, you might have to like whip your way across a gap. Um, that felt really good. So the whole game is pretty nice. It's it's pretty fun and quick, and I'm like barely into it. Um, it's got this nice storybook feel to it. It's got this nice progression of unlocking abilities as you go. Like it's a fun fantasy action game. So if you wanted something AAA and actiony, man. Um, you know, this is this is pretty. You can't go wrong with uh, Castlevania in general, and I really liked Lords of Shadow so far. I was working at GameStop when this one came out, and it got really like people people liked it a lot. I have yet to play it. I just I bought it. I think probably the last Steam sale that you bought you you bought it. <laughs> yeah, um, but definitely. I haven't played it. I bought it because it was like five bucks. I'm like, I'll definitely play this. Or maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I definitely like recommend that. it. Cool. The, the next one I've talked about before, the Pokemon Legends Arceus game. Um, I'm adding this one, Game Freak 2022, one of my favorite games of last year. I'm adding this one just because it is open world. Um, you really have that like feel of exploration um, that I really appreciate. And I think if you're looking for like another AAA, this one's only for the Switch or if you have a modded Steve deck. or if you know what to do which i don't i have a i have a switch um but yeah i I can't recommend this game enough i know i gushed over it when it first came out and it is it's so good they just completely took the pokemon series and reimagined it um well it's nice to hear that this this game still holds sway over you that means it's really good i loved it i loved it um, the next game is called Kenna Bridge of Spirits by Ember Lab. Came out in 2021. This one's an action adventure game. Um, I haven't played it. I don't know how open world it is, but I do know that you are a spirit guide who uses your abilities to take care of spirits, essentially, um, helping deceased people, beings move from one plane to another. So kind of like, um, uh, what was that game that broke Spirit my heart? Fair? Spirit Fair, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's different than Spirit Fair because it looks a little more like um. Yeah, from what I've heard, it the gameplay looks a little bit like uh like a Pikmin esque t- type yeah. of thing where you're commanding a bunch of little little creatures to do puzzle tasks and stuff. And I know it was like this was a studio who was gonna make an animated film, and then they were like, "What if we just made it a game instead?" Which is yeah. why the characters like. They look so pretty. Like everything in the game looks so pretty. Yeah, this one's definitely on my list to play. That looks really good. Yeah, same. Um, 
you've played this next one more than I have. I know we've talked <sighs> about it briefly. Do you want to give an, a brief, brief explanation? <laughs> brief. I'll try to be brief. Yeah. <laughs> Stable is a fantastic, brilliant, um, coming of age story set in a giant open world where you can climb and explore every nook and cranny and there's a ton of wonderful npcs that you'll meet along the way um and your character is just trying to figure out what do they want to do for the rest of their life what job do they want to take on so they'll do odd jobs across the whole world and they'll get little badges that they can trade in for the mask of that job and at the very end of the game you can choose one of the jobs and you can sort of do that right away or wait until you've experienced everything. Um, it is, you know, the, the open world and the climbing everything and, you know, it sort of feels like a Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild without combat, which is totally fine with me. The story is really wonderful. The writing's amazing. And the artwork, the whole world looks like a Mobius comic. It is gorgeous, desert, post-apocalyptic. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to play it yet. <laughs> Not yet. It is. I have it installed on my Steam Deck, and I yeah. do. It's on like the top of my list. It's. Uh, I, I. I was really happy about this game. I really like it. Good. <laughs> um, the next one is Witchwood. This one is a little less. I mean, it's it's fairly. It's not really open world. Um. But you are basically a bog witch who you're trying to uncover your memories about why you made a deal with the devil, essentially, to, like, preserve this woman that you find. Um, I haven't finished this one yet. I have put probably five or six hours into it, maybe four or five. Uh, Alien Trap Games 2021. I really like it. Um, It does not run very well on the Steam Deck. Steam Deck gets very hot. Do not recommend Oh, yeah, this was the weird one that was like, it's a 2D game. Why is my Steam Deck, like, boiling? Yeah, it was like I was on fire. It was really hot. It was running very hot. Um, But, like, I played other games. Oh, I should have added um, this one to it, Yonder. Um, What's the full title? Mm -hmm. I'm Googling it now. I was playing (laughs) this one. This one is open world, and I really liked it. Yonder, the Cloudcatcher Chronicles. Um, it came out in 2017. I have it for Steam Deck, but it also came out for Switch, PlayStation 4, 5, and all the Xboxes. Um, and it's just like an open world adventure game that's really cute. But that ran fine. Like that, because I, I played both of them around the same time. And I think the, I would say the graphics for the Yonder game are probably more demanding because it's more open world. Um, I don't, I don't know why Witchwood ran so hot, but it's really good. There's, uh, crafting components. You have to find certain, um, like materials to craft. And sometimes you have to like craft a material to find a material or to like, you know, make a lure to get a material. So sometimes it can be like a multi-step process. It's really cool. I really like the crafting system. Uh, and I, I can't recommend this one enough either. Nice. Yeah, I think the only game I didn't put on this list that I can think of that I wanted to play, uh, I just never got around to it, was I really wanted to check out uh, Sorcery. Um, it's a sort of uh, magical fantasy game that's like, uh, it's a PlayStation Move game for the PS3. 
It came out. Your PlayStation uh, Move. 2012. Like 12 people owned that. So, uh, yeah, and I was one of those <laughs> proud 12 because Time Crisis is, um, is worth buying any accessory to play. Um, but yeah, no, Sorcery looked really good. It looked like a really cool PlayStation Move game. I played a little bit of it. I just didn't get too far because I was not super into fantasy at the time, but it was pretty good, I remember. So I'll take out the PS3 one of these days and play it. Um, the, the next set of, if this is a set of like a series of games, uh, the Tales of series. The first one came out in like 20, or I'm not 20, I'm sorry, like 1995 or six or something. Um, and they just keep yeah. coming out. I will, I haven't played all of them cause there's a thousand of them. Um, but I played like the big ones, the Symphonia, yeah, well- Bisteria. uh, the other one that they made an anime of that I can't remember the name of. Um, mm. But those are all good. They're all like action adventure, anime ish looking games with good yeah, I've stories. only dipped my toes into this franchise because I remember my friend had one of the Tales games on the GameCube and the battles you could play multiplayer. So it's like, probably Symphonia. Yeah, it was probably Symphonia. You can plug in the second controller and I could like hang out and play battles while he goes to this cool story. It was neat. They just remade it for the Switch, but it's I, this mm-hmm. is a Nintendo only yeah. series. Um, but if you have a Switch, I highly recommend it. They're all good. They all have good stories. Um, so these are a good alternative. Um, Skyrim, Bethesda, 2011, if you can believe that. Uh, coming out in 2023 for your electronic uh, refrigerator. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're we're almost not joking. There is like an Amazon Alexa like storybook version of the God. game. Um, <laughs> but it is it's a good. Well, so here's the thing. I haven't finished Skyrim. I have a hard time getting through any of the um, the Elder Scrolls games, despite the amount of Elder Scrolls online I've played, which is, like, I played it from, like, 2017 to, like, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pick it up intermittently since then. Um, yeah, I've barely dipped my toes in, but I... The only things I remember it's about, about Skyrim is... Uh, watching Let's Players play modded versions of the game where they had, like, Randy Savage, Macho Man as all the dragons. So you just hear, oh, yeah, and then flames <laughs> from a dragon. Uh, and then I went to, God, years ago, I went to one of the VR meetups down in Cambridge, and these guys had this really cool glove. And I they had Skyrim, and uh, they made it so that you, if you, like, uh, pointed your hand towards yourself and you like opened up your hand like you could summon flames in one hand and you could like summon a different spell in the other so cool. like you opened your hand and you were summoning fire it was actually really cool really intuitive they had this nice little like vr glove controller to play it with that was awesome i've played wow. the same like three hours of skyrim like four <laughs> or five times <laughs> um same thing with um the one previous to it but they are they're classics you know yeah. um my my boyfriend's favorite game pretty much he played a lot of um it it has a lot of value it's still good um they still charge you up the butt for it thanks bethesda um but it is still a better alternative i mean it is hundreds and hundreds of hours so i i I, I don't feel bad that they're like you know other than sales which there should be um Um, also eso elder scrolls online is a solid option Probably my favorite MMO I've ever played, and I've played a wow. handful of them. Um, but yeah, I love ESO. 
Uh, this next one, though, I can't recommend enough. And it's gay. <laughs> Dragon Age. Um, especially the second game. Everyone's gay the second game. Wonderful. Um, I don't think Dragon Age Origins, which is the first game, has aged specifically well. Um, like, it's just that really, like, old, like, um, Baldur's Gate kind of style of yeah. combat. Which, like, I mean, it has its place, but... I don't know if I could go back. The story is really good for Origins. If you can get through the kind of archaic gameplay, the story is chef's kiss. Um, and it's one of those games where there's a bunch of different outcomes. Um, at the time, but you might still be able to do this. Um, when Dragon Age Inquisition came out, you could like upload your saves from... Like whatever. Oh yeah, you've mentioned this on the podcast yeah. before. And they had like a little questionnaire if you didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, they would have you, like, um, because, like, you could create your own, too. You're like, well, what if I had made these choices? And, mm. um, you know, it, it affected the the world in Inquisition, which I thought was really cool. Um, but Dragon Age 2 has still aged amazingly. It's a good story. The gameplay is still really good. Um, and then I, I love Inquisition. I've done a couple of playthroughs i've never because you can choose either to play as the mage or the templars i cannot bring myself to be a templar and choose the templars uh just can't do it uh not that you know what's yeah i, I just i can't bring myself to like choose the religious zealots you know even if if the the templars is an institution have also been quite abused but they're a little less willing to let go of their brainwashing um, but yeah, it's, I can't recommend Dragon Age enough. I love it. One of my favorite games ever of all time. Play it, play it. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one that came out last year that I played a bunch of was the Tiny Tina Wonderlands game. Yeah, the D&D &D campaign. Yeah, this one's obviously like a looter shooter, like all the other, uh, t uh Borderlands games are, but it, it's really fun. Um, it's got a lot of good, like, RPG, like D&D &D kind of cameos. Um, this one I can't recommend enough. It's really, really good. Uh, this next one, uh, Play With Caution. I hear it is very dark. Little Witch Nobetta. Uh, it came out in 2019 by Papua Games. And I don't know much about this one other than it is dark. Even though it's got this cute little anime witch on the front, I hear it's, like, as dark as Dark Souls um, and difficult, too. So it's kind of like a a shooter more than it is, like, a sword game. So, but this is definitely one that I have on my list. I'm hoping it goes on sale because it's on the pricier side. I don't think it's a full $60, but um, more. I, I'm also, I'm picking up the new Breath of the Wild game, which is where my... AAA money is going to. Oh, you mean uh, Tears of the Kingdom? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, but yeah. So Little Witch Nabetta. And it's, yeah. It looks, I haven't, I don't know too much about this one when I Googled, because some of it's too, as I Googled, like, alternatives to Hogwarts <laughs> legacy. And so a few of these did come from that. And this yeah. is one I'd heard of previously. Um, but you're a witch girl, you shoot things, it's super dark, so. 
It's got this like CG anime look um, with some interesting lighting, and it's got the shooting stuff. Kind of reminds me of like uh, Near Automata a little bit, where it's like a little bit schmumpy. But, I haven't like, played Near 3D, so oh, good game, good game. I, I, yeah, it's on my list, my ever-growing, never-ending list. Um. <laughs> on the backlog. All right, we're down to the last two. Um, the Atelier <laughs> series. We've talked about this before. Open world combat crafting. Um, yeah, anime ish JRPG where you are learning to be. Um, oh, God, what are you learning to be? An atelier, a, a shopkeeper. Yeah. Right? Generally. Yeah, but you're also like, there's another word for it that they use in the game that just like completely. Oh, okay. Like, just complete alchemist. Is that right? Oh, okay. Sure. You make yeah, things. Yeah. You make if things. If you're crafting magical items, then you're an alchemist, for yeah, sure. In yeah. some of the games, you're already running the shop. Some of them, you're not. There mm-hmm. are a bunch of them. Um, yeah, I, ba- I, I barely got into Ryza 2, and they've already released Ryza 3 now. Yeah, I'm still on the first one. <laughs> They're so long, but it will keep your attention. Um, and you're not supporting a turf. Mm. Always good. Just got to drive that point in. <laughs> Um, mostly I, I'm just, I, I'm so angry by the whole thing. Cause I used to love Harry Potter and obviously I don't anymore. Yeah. And like, I can't even enjoy it from like a distance because it's no. just, no, it feels know, like I, a betrayal and it's just, you, you know, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Too. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna like, thank goodness for people like Daniel Radcliffe who like, man, he's like he's, being he's the best ally. He's doing all these wonderful things. Emma Watson um, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just saw like a trailer for the Trevor Project stuff with with Jenna Radcliffe, which is wonderful. But yeah, Emma too, and like all of them, uh, at least the young ones. Um, yeah. Uh, so That's yeah. Good. Um, but I mean, even like I read it again as an adult, or at least some of the books again as an adult, and just the magic is gone. Because I mean, I also have a degree in history, so I'm pretty aware of. Yeah, it taints you know, it. it yeah, it does it. taint it, especially when I have a pretty good grasp on, you know, things that are used to put other demographics and other groups of people down, you know. And so, yeah. So I'm betrayed. I'm angry. Don't spend your money on that. I can't tell you what to do, but, you know. Um, and then the last one is uh, Breath of the Wild and the new one, Tears of the Kingdom. Amazing. Uh Probably some of my favorite games. I don't finish video games very easily, and I played through it once. My Switch died. I had to send it back, and it was right before the cloud oh. was a thing, so none of my data saved, so I had to play it again. No. <laughs> but sucks. I did. I played it again, and it's, it's yeah. really good, and I love it, and I'm so excited for the next one. I have it pre-ordered. I'm buying it. I hate all the resellers that bought the like collector's edition. I hope they step on Legos and choke on something. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't get it. It was sold out like so Ugh. fast, and I'm really, I'm devastated I couldn't get it. So maybe one of these days I'll, I'll check out Breath of the Wild. I, I'm not a Switch owner, and and... I don't know. In general, the open world part, I, I really do like a lot of Legend of Zelda games, a lot of the older ones. The, the open world and especially the crafting parts. I think of, Breath of the Wild's my favorite Legend of Zelda game. It is for a lot of people. Yeah, uh, I just, 
I loved it. I also didn't have to worry about the, <laughs> I didn't have to worry about the um, weapons breaking because I own Amiibos. <laughs> so if I broke my weapon, nope, I gotta get another Amiibo. Say, one very cool thing about PAX East was right when you walk in the door, there's a giant like backdrop for Tears of the Kingdom That's and a cool. life-size statue of Link with the like green arm right there That's to cool. pose with. It was cool. But yeah, so I'm we'll very see. excited for that one. That comes out next month. So Yeah. And I think uh, that does our super list of uh, games you should play other than Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Plenty of magic, plenty of trans joy plenty of gay and magic and that's the way we like it yes 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but yeah so i hope you find something that you can play these are all definitely good games i know i'm i like i said there's a few i'm gonna check out myself that i added to the list but don't know much about so i'm yep. excited to to jump into them eventually yeah there's a couple on 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 the list and and in the bundle that I have yet to play that I am excited to. So, yeah, some of those farming life simulators, Fae Farm and um, Potion Permit, especially interest me. Nice. All right, thanks, listeners, for going Thank on this you. wonderfully magical, actually magical journey yes. with us. Yeah, we really appreciate you for listening and listening to me rant a little bit. Um, but we really appreciate your support. Absolutely. Thank you all. <laughs>